Welcome to Question Marks. Before we get started today, I wanted to talk to you about the Omaha Supernovas. As they say, it's pro time, Nebraska. The Supernovas are a major league volleyball team. They've exploded onto the scene. I'm talking record-breaking crowds. Maybe like the best fan experience I've ever had at any event in Omaha. So, yeah, go out and witness some world-class talent at the CHI Health Center in downtown Omaha. Great place for friends, great place for families. Um, I'm out there quite a bit. I know my friends are out there quite a bit, so hopefully we can see you there. All you need to do to witness history is secure your single match tickets today at supernovas.com. Again, that's supernovas.com. All right, now let's get started with the show. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the season three finale of Question Marks. I'm your host, Grace McCartney, and today we talked about grasshoppers. Not any grasshoppers. Horsey grasshoppers. Horsey grasshoppers. Who are you? Mm-hmm. And I'm Hope. Oh. Hello, Hope. Hi. Who else is here? I just have this vision. I'm Rob, your dad, and just the vision of horse-sized grasshoppers is terrifying. But I'm also curious. We're going to discuss what what's going to make next year better, or this year, better than last year. Obviously, those two played in together, so. <laughs> and what would you do with a million dollars? This is Sherry. With stipulations, for sure. Who is mm. Sherry? Your mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is Lavanya, and we also talked about if we had three wishes from a genie. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. I think we covered it all. Cam, are you here today? I'm here today, and I love peanut butter, but not that much peanut butter. I love you. Goodbye. All right. First question, most important question of the whole podcast, and it's for Cam and Cam alone. That's awesome. Do you think there's a difference between holiday and standard Reese's? Like Reese's cups? Oh, shape only. Shape only. So like the, the like the, the trees versus like the eggs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think there's more peanut butter. In what? In the holiday versions. Okay. It's because it's a bigger area. All right. Yeah, yeah. And then the regular standard cup. Have you measured? Have you measured? I've not measured, but it just seems like it's a lot more peanut butter. Yeah. I, I agree. Okay. Yeah. Is it which one do you like better? I like a standard cup. Standard cup. All right. Standard Reese's gotcha. cup. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Ken Leader, that one's for you. Thanks, Ken. Yep. Now, on to the less important rest of the episode. Are you guys ready? Ready. I'm going to try something new here. This is going to be interesting. We're going to work together for one answer. We might have to end up just cutting this completely, so let's see what happens. A genie gives us, as a group, three wishes, but the wishes cannot grant anything impossible. You cannot, grant, you cannot wish for more wishes. What are we wishing at for as a group? There's five of us, six, six of us, technically. What are we gonna What are we gonna wish? To end, to end world hunger. Is that possible? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Don't need to so go. So many with a wish. So many billionaires could no, just fix that, that problem. Can't wish for the impossible. Can't wish for the impossible. But I don't think that's impossible. You think there's enough food on the planet to sustain everyone? Yes, and yeah. like resources to make food and just, other ways yeah. of eating and sustaining yourself other than meat and you know. <laughs> you. Yeah, and we're kind of wasteful. Yes, but if we end war and conflict, it actually opens up the opportunity for people to 
can we, their app. Can we True. end conflict? True. Is that even possible? Like, I think conflict's like a human thing. Yeah. Killing would be cool. kinds of conflict. Yeah, I got you. Something. Killing is not. Uh, yeah, yeah, the kind of the conflict killing. that leads to war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That should end. Like that should this. just be done. Right. I have a fear that we're all trying, going to try to come up with something ideal, and we're going to be saying, sorry, the ideal is not possible. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's my job. So. We're chasing our tail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, we'll see how this goes. Like I said, we might just end up cutting this all completely. So we'll see how about that they vote for Speaker of the House? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that'd be awesome. This is, <laughs> they, they can't come to a Well, you actually vote one in. Over, yeah. <laughs> this is the day after that happens. So. <laughs> the first right. day. <laughs> um, how about people being more compassionate? Mm. I was going to say, this is going to be maybe out there, but I would hope that everyone dies peacefully. You have a wish, right? They're ready to go or whatever. Like, they die on their terms. I, I think that would be my wish. I'm not sure it's possible. It, yeah, I don't think yeah, that one it's, is. It's as po- impossible as, like, Man, I'd vote for that, though. Hungry. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think if you knew that, if you knew no matter, not, you won't know when, yeah. but you know that when you die, it would be peacefully. You know how much stress would be <laughs> would change eased? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't think about it, but there's a lot of people who do. Like, how am I going to go? Worry mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And you take die. that off yeah. the table. I think it would be amazing. But. Again, yeah, but I think it's probably impossible. as impossible yeah. as you know war. Mm. I think feeding everyone's the most likely one so far, as far as possibility. I think we could probably do something with the atmosphere to lessen severe, like extreme weather. Mm. Yeah, like like these yeah. bomb cyclones. You can, you can impact weather systems. You can, I mean, you can seed clouds. You can do all that kind of stuff. Sure. And there's other ways to do it. I'm not. I'm not saying it would be easy. Nor would it be in a, you know, it would be cheap. So uh, but you can. We but are in. It's life exciting. I don't agree based on just something I'd heard, and I'm not mm-hmm. an atmospheric scientist or meteorologist, but I heard that the Earth is currently in a its sixth, like, cycle in terms of... Um, Extreme, extreme, it's not extreme, in, in ex, it's extreme weather and almost decline. Extinction is the word. Oh, 60 minutes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And, and we're, we're currently in our sixth cycle of extinction based on the world. You know, how many are say, there? Well, we're in the sixth one, they say. Until when? Well, no, I don't know. No, like that, that's yet. what they're saying. Mm. But all but this one. Mm-hmm. That the one we're in now was they were naturally caused. They say. Well, yeah. Oh, I get that. So, yeah. so, so, so yeah. hit the right, like the <laughs> asteroids yeah. sure. and all those things. So then, can you really prevent it? If in fact, maybe you could delay. That, I'm I'm saying you can actually mechanic mechanize this thing. We have the machines so large where you can. Alter, you can shoot things into the atmosphere. I mean, is this talking, like cloudy with a chance of meatballs? Kind of. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a funny movie. Done in some places to like lower rainfall. That's what I'm saying. Do it on a global scale. Yeah. I think that would be one of the things that would behoove us to take extreme weather off. You don't want to get rid of rain, obviously. You don't want to get rid of storms. You, but the extreme stuff where Define we're fine extreme. Extreme. I mean, put it. Put a. You can put your own standard on it, but maybe flooding that. That you know raises the the shoreline six inches, which will take out millions and millions of dollars of, of property and you know livelihood. So, yeah, I mean, I you have could say trouble get, messing with the natural order of things. Well, I that's mean, what the genie do. 
things like nature, whatever. I mean, there's a reason for forest fires. Obviously, not oh, the not the sure. one that, that people set accidentally, but there's a reason that there that forest fires can be a very good thing. Well, they set them for yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Even sure flooding can be good. Yeah. Not to say when it wipes out right. communities, but. When it does, it's bringing silt in and different things, it can be. I'm with you. I just yeah. the extreme mm-hmm. is what I was saying. If we could, yeah. mm-hmm. if we could curve off the the sharpness of the extreme, dull that a little yeah. bit. Tornadoes, mm-hmm. hurricanes, tsunamis. No, I think those are still part of the the vernacular. I'm talking about. I mean, when so we say extreme? extreme, there's this thing called a bomb cyclone now, where you got where you've okay. got blizzards yeah. and and fl- you've, it's just like it's Armageddon. Basically, in about a 300-mile area, mm-hmm. right? It's just it's like, oh, my God. If we could just take those off, off the, the table. Just the bomb cyclone. The bomb, well, the, <laughs> things like that. I mean, yeah. like the flooding we had here not too long ago. You know, you've got that. You've got the extreme extreme yeah. weather going on in the south right now. Just the extreme extremes. The things that would displace someone, potentially, or people. or A, l- a large number. A large and I, back to Lavanya's, I mean... How do you define that? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's something yeah. you just say, okay. Inclement. What if, <laughs> what, what if everyone had enough money within their own society uh, to live comfortably? It would be a different amount mm-hmm. for different people depending upon where they live. But people would be a lot more compassionate. Like, well, they, yeah, they could, they'd be self-sufficient. Yeah, like they just like have <clears throat> more room in their life to feel those better things and like experience better things you know like worry about those things like being efficient and instead of worrying about you know the next meal or exactly whatever. yeah, yeah. Just, would yeah. human greed still bubble to I'm the surface about, is that yeah but if we're inflecting our own if we can change the weather if, yeah we can eliminate human greed it's like technically they say if all money was distributed evenly across the world in a certain amount of time the same people would end up with what they have but that's mm-hmm. not what we're talking about here mm-hmm. this is a genie this is a genie right. <laughs> and we narrowed down three world hunger out there early are we feeling good about that feeling possible oh yeah yeah, yeah. feels possible yeah, I think eating's important yeah okay so what do we got what do we got two Obviously not mine. I, I think war. I think that was a good one. War's a good one. Yeah, war's a good I think one. That but, one and this is totally the wrong side of the argument. Okay. <laughs> but Popula- he's say it population control. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, no. There's other That's ways why to do that. Diseases. <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> Thanos. Oh, my. Yes, Global pandemics will do that. Yeah. That's true. I believe I led with this is the Text worst side of the argument. does a good job with that. that yeah, I mean, you know. Evolution. <laughs> So what do we? Yeah. What's our third one? Are we going with weather? Are we going with? Uh, I I say wealth distribution. I like wealth distribution. Yeah, I'm yeah. I, I, think we're hungry. I don't know. No, no, hunger. I think I think hunger is important. Yeah, it's true. And okay. I think I like the wealth distribution because if you have some, you can protect yourself from the other things, or you can you know, shelter yourself from the extreme weather. Yeah, you, know, you can mm-hmm. do things to protect yourself given enough warning. So. I mean, this isn't a bad thing. It probably means all of our heads are in the right place. But we get a genie. We get any wish we want. We're going end world hunger, end war, and end or <laughs> encourage wealth distribution or evenly distribute wealth. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Mm, it yeah. just feels feels great. Feels like a cookie cutter, you know, the best possible. <laughs> well, why wouldn't we? I think, no, I think it's a great thing. That's all I'm all saying. Right. We're, we're good it. people. We're Darn good, it. Yeah, we're good people. Uh, we're good people. Uh, <laughs> at this point in time, and the genie would go, yep. Okay, at this point in time, we're going to end. We did our part. 
question would be, how long would it take for those things to end? Would Become, they collapse? Yeah. So young and so so cynical. <laughs> yeah, how do you end war? What if there's but like I'm there's not, no war going on at the moment? Which is why part of time you can end war, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. just like we're not on we're on the crux of some things that we haven't seen in 80, 90 years because there was a certain level of, of at like, least in certain regions mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time peace. So we can't worry about True. in my opinion. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. like yeah. do no. all these great things now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done. Flipped. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all enjoy it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's just for twenty four hours. One day. Yeah. <laughs> there and is, everyone fighting. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's always gonna be factions that hmm. want something different. Oh, yeah, for sure. Get in the way. Okay, that's pretty solid three answers. Cam, I'm going to call you in for this one also, all six of us if possible. What will make your 2023 better than 2022? Pretty basic, but I'm not asking for a resolution. What will make it better? If all those wishes come true. If all the wishes come true, (laughs) 2023 is off to a good start for about a month, yeah. (laughs) And then it all falls apart. It all falls apart by February. Civility returns to to society. Okay. That will make 23 better than 22 for me. Do you, you foresee it happening? I think we could get closer to it. Okay, that's good. When did we lose the civility? <laughs> I think that was a gradual cancer that's okay. been happening for a while. And now we're just like, oh, we should probably gain some of that back. Is that what you're saying? No, there have been people who have been yelling at it for that, but they've been the voices in the wilderness. That's fair. You know, it's like, fair. What about personally? I mean, that would be a nice thing to, you know, experience. Returning civility to my okay, world. <laughs> I think that starts with you. <laughs> I just feel like we need to sing We Are the World right now. Yeah, That's just all, how I'm all, feeling right now. Just hold hands real quick and take a We Are the World break. For me, I would like to stop battling myself as much. Because I don't think it's... Excellent idea. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I've said it before, you wow. know. <laughs> but this is the year it finally happens. No, I mean... Stop being super hard on myself, but still listen to the part of me that wants to do good. That's my goal. Just let I let things get in my way. My own mental processes get in my way a lot. So, how would one judge that at the end of in December of twenty three? How would you be able to say, you know, I think I got out like of the way more. Is it peace? That's my like. I think there would be okay. a feeling of like inner peace. Wow, like a zen. Like right okay. now, like being by myself in a quiet room is terrifying. Like I can't gotcha. do it. You know. I mean, I can, and I do it often, actually, like reading and stuff. But, like, I have to be preoccupied. I can't be sitting there with right. my thoughts or I'm just sure. lost. So probably, like, therapy or something is the only way to really work on that, like, professionally. But we'll <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Got a long year ahead of us. Mm. Cam, are you sticking with the wishes? No, that was just my joke oh, answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's always got a joke. I always, always got ready. a joke answer in, in the chamber. Um, I would say probably personally – if I could f- set some goals mm-hmm. monetarily, save some things, and get a decent price on a decent car, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, okay. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Those are pretty attainable. I like that. Those it's smart, it's attainable. Those smart goals, yeah. right? But, like, also, yeah, it's... Time frame n- on oh, no, no time frame. Cars are not <laughs> inexpensive at the current moment. Use all your, like, FTX Bitcoin to buy a car. Oh, I have that? I'm not that much of a millennial. (laughs) Mom, looks like you're breathing in. Like you got something to breathe out here. Um, Yeah. um, 
2023 would be better if my um, family was healthier physically and mentally. Sometimes. I like how she put this that on a, you guys. That's should great. Should we talk about this later? What's happening whoa, right now? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is just what I think we need to call a therapist. No, <laughs> it's kind of a bomb, yeah. Oh <laughs> or should I? But that, that's really, that would be a big part. Mm, there would be. Are you good? That's, I'm a little scared for I'm not. I'm not concerned about my kids. <laughs> you guys got to cut out the Dr. Pepper. Oh, <laughs> got that shot in. I think I do that, man. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I am concerned about my kids, but no. I would like my husband to be healthier. The man to your right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> hey, man to the right, what's yeah. your answer for this? Oh, it brings civility back to your world. I got you. I yeah. got you. I'm sorry. Everything else is great, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's swimming. Bonnie, yeah. <laughs> you got anything? That's interesting. 2022 mm. was a hard year yeah, for me. I had a tough one. Um, well. And 2023 is starting out a lot better okay just because i'm not coming into 2023 with the landmines <laughs> that awaited me in 2022 so clear but um i turned 50 this year okay mm. excited for that i am yeah. cool, cool. 50s are great i i think so 50s yeah. are great and As someone who's 60. Yeah. <laughs> These are great. Well, I just think every year. So, so so I'll say this, Grayson. Every mm-hmm. year, I mean, like people's, I don't wish I was younger. Okay. Yeah. And I don't regret when I was young, but it's just every, especially every 10 years, it's like you get a, you get another level of, you know what, I can do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I know yeah. who I am a little more. I know what I want a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I know how to navigate. And it, you're never quite there, but you're getting a, you're getting a step higher in mm-hmm. just what I've experienced mm-hmm. in life. Doesn't mean you don't have challenges. Doesn't yeah. mean you don't have things you don't like. Um, but I guess if it's personal, you know, I've got some of the basic weight loss goals and but more more um focusing I think on myself because now my oldest will be 20 my youngest will be 25 mm. you know so I nice. don't have little children anymore. yeah <laughs> okay there's, there's some milestones in my life where sounds like just as a mom a woman a, you, you know you reevaluate mm-hmm. because you're in a different place in space cool so it's I think also it's, extremely encouraging yeah so i think like more focusing on myself which is a different switch especially as a mom mm-hmm. to turn on and off um because you're you're at when your kids really really need you and they never stop needing you but they need you in a different way yeah so how you press those levers and how you interact is different so now, and I don't know, Cher, if you felt like this, but like, like, wait, not not what about me, but maybe now it's time for me. That's ac- absolutely true. Be, and you, yeah. you, you really, to me, start to come into your own. Yeah. To really, and do put some focus back on you, on, on who you are outside of being a mom. Yeah. Um, because that defined you for a lot of years. I mean... Not totally, but it is a huge part yeah, of it's your. All yeah, it's Not a huge part of your life, and 
and def, you know, and you're also defined as a you know for for some of us, you're also defined as a wife or and and myriad of roles. Um, but absolutely, to me, fifties were that time where it's just like okay, I'm still a mom and I love being a mom and I'm still a wife and I love being a wife, but. Based on earlier conversations, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it is a time where you can where you can put a little bit more focus on on self discovery. Really, mm-hmm. to me, fifties are a big point of figuring out. You know, all along you've you know you're growing and learning, but fifties are kind of like when everything starts to come together for yourself. Yeah, I'm so, looking forward to that. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Not that you have to totally wait. I was no, going to say, don't. I don't want to wait. I would, I don't uh, want we to try not to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would highly recommend yeah. you don't, but it's just, but your, your hmm. focus is not as fractured. Yeah. Some of it's just life, right? Like yeah. you can't know it all. You know, if life is a pizza, you can't eat all 10 slices at once. Yeah. True. You'll have to tell me that in a couple of years. I definitely try. Yeah, we always slices. try. <laughs> in life and pizza. Right. So. Well, I love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard this thing about getting older is that like things just certain things that used to be like a big deal when you were younger just aren't a big deal anymore. That's something I look forward to. I don't know if that's a true statement where it's like the things that used to get you when you were, you know, 20, 25, 20, 30, they just don't matter to you as much yeah. when you're 50. You're, like if they come along, you're just like, okay, that's fine. Your priorities change and you yeah. learn a lot. It's yeah. just like you learn that, I mean, you've had so many experiences over time that, that the things that you worried about as a 20, 20 year old or 30 year old, it's just like you, you weathered whatever, those experiences were and you don't worry about them anymore it's just like you've grown to the point hopefully most of us have grown to the point where you have more confidence in yourself and what you can handle mm-hmm. and so your worries change um it's not that you don't worry anymore but but i think your hopefully your confidence in your ability to handle whatever is thrown at you because you've had to it's just it like has grown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I think I think conversely there are there are things when you get older that start to bother you that did not even get on your radar when you were yeah, younger. Like my hip. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm beyond physical stuff. Going. I'm just saying, like, like, awesome. like for example, for me, it's hypocrisy. Ah. When I was a kid, that's I didn't, what I didn't care. I just like, yeah, I was like, whatever. You know, it's like you're just that's just someone being someone. Now it bothers me. Now, if someone, I, it really bothers me if they, if they give me their word and on something serious and they don't follow up. To me, that it matters more to me now than it did when I was in my 20s. Yeah. That doesn't bother mm-hmm. you, know? But, you know, It so- did, but it didn't really, I mean, now it kind of eats at me. I'm like, I try, I try to peel the onion. Yeah. You know, it's like, why? Why, is it, why, are you, why are you like that? Is it People have a lack of integrity. You're right. This integrity. Great. A tremendous lack of, of integrity. But I would chasm. say I'm a little more... Open-minded is maybe not the best word, but I realize people have different ideas and maybe they're valid. Whereas I can tell you before, I'd be like, ah, you're just crazy. You don't get it. (laughs) So let me just prove to you why you don't get it and you're crazy. Whereas now it's like, well, yeah, maybe a little more grace to consider Mm-hmm. why people are coming from the place they're coming from. I do think that's different than hypocrisy. Right. Because, you know, if you're not a person of your word and you can't wait, you know, if you're a no call, no show, I was just talking to somebody about like, that is the word. How can you, 
Right. That doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. Yeah. Just especially in this day and age. Exactly. Right. There's so many ways to communicate. Use one. Use one of them. <laughs> so I get that. But I think as I've gotten older, I try to consider other people's perspectives in a way that maybe I just didn't have that point of view. Does that come from experiences where like you've met someone and you got to know them outside <clears throat> of what would be a combating point of view? Like you didn't talk about you know, the issue that would have maybe set you off earlier. And then you find out that they're like on the other side of that issue as you are. Does that make sense? Like you meet someone and you like, you don't talk about this thing. That's like a, you're really passionate about, right. And you have very strong opinions on, you meet them, become friends, whatever. They're cool. And then all of a sudden you learn, they have this totally opposite opinion of you. That's been happening to me a couple of times lately. I think that helps, but I don't think it's critical. I think you can have a non-personal interpersonal reaction or relation with something to learn. I mean, you can yeah. just see it on the news. You can, you can just stuff, read about sure. it. Yeah. Um, obviously, having the personal touch to it would cement it further, I think, on you. Grayson, yeah. Do, Grayson, do you mean that, like, you're interacting with people and they actually have a different opinion about you or so, about an yeah. issue? I should have been more clear about that. No, it's like, yeah, the, the issue you are passionate about and you have very strong opinion, opinions of or whatever, and the multiple issues in a lot of people. But, like, yeah, let's say it's one issue you're very passionate about. The person unknowingly to me had a completely different opinion on that issue but we didn't talk about the issue and we became friends and through that you know and stuff like that and we just were friends and then we when we finally got around to talking about the issue a while later I realized like it was like okay you have a completely different opinion about this thing that I am passionate about than I do and it was kind of a weird hurdle but like we're still friends at the moment but (laughs) it was just strange to like you don't really encounter that much I guess I haven't encountered that too much in my 20s because I think we're very in-group, out-group, E as yeah. society. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what I meant. At the- yeah. I, I think that, I think one of the things I've learned and one of the things I, I remind myself of a lot um, is that everybody has um, circumstances, a history, all these things that I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. And so they may come at things very differently than I do. And that that's got to be okay. Um, and, yeah. um, and I mean, I actually have a very good friend who um, I've, I've told him, it's just like, it's okay if we don't agree. It's okay if we have different opinions on different things. I, first of all, I don't want to be friends just with people who basically have my cookie cutter ideas because you don't grow. Yeah. That's yeah. It, it's just like that, that I, I do demand respect for yes. <laughs> yes, she does. And confirm. Me. <laughs> and for that other person, you know. I mean, we have to be respectful of each other. But but I actually think it's good to have friends that don't agree with you. Yeah, for sure. I think people have lost the ability to respect other people's experiences. Yeah. Wow. You know. Statement and um, a half. You know, because you can't change that. Um. And I don't know that you can agree or disagree when people have had a certain road in life, had a certain life experience. Um, but I find that that's, that's the polarization right now um, on so many levels, right? That it's like I don't ex- respect where someone else is coming from mm-hmm. um, and, their, and, their, and their experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think there's like some sort of reason for that? Is it like a 
you can pin it on, you know, people pin it on social media for that a lot where it's like, oh, you don't have to see other people's opinions. So I, I um, think a lot of it's based on fear. Um, fear that if I think some, I think um, a lot of people grow up believing that there is, you know, one right answer or maybe not one right answer, but the answer is very, you know, it, it's close anyway. You know, they don't, they don't deal with gray, very gray areas very well. Yeah. Um, and for people to disagree with them, they feel it's almost like they, they seem like they're under attack that, that you're, you're trying to tell me that I'm wrong. Like fight or flight and, almost and, kicks in. And it's like being different does not mean that you're wrong. It just means you're different. Um, yeah, there are certain things you could maybe agree, you know, agree mm-hmm. on. Okay, murder. You know? <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad, you know. But child abuse, no matter, you know. Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But for most things, I think you having various opinions doesn't mean that one person's right, one person's wrong. I can be right for myself, mm-hmm. you know, but that doesn't mean that that other person is wrong because they have different things to deal with <clears> than <throat> I do. True. So, but I do think people feel under attack yeah. um, and that unfortunately we're dealing with a lot of fear, fear of being wrong, fear of being called out, fear of change. Just Fear, got you. Yeah. I hope. Um, <laughs> a long time. Do you want me to repeat the question? I think I remember. Well, I, I remember what question? my, uh, <laughs> what is going to make my 2023 better than my 2022, right? Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to hear the answer to this one. <laughs> oh, okay. She had a very interesting 2022. <sighs> it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot to unpack. Um, I would just say about, I would say self-love. Uh, just, it's kind of similar to your answer, but stop being so hard on myself and thinking that I'm not the right person for the job that I'm in, or I'm not like this, this and that, or I need to be this, this and that, or I don't, I, I think it's always good to, you know, find ways to be better, but, um, I don't think that I need to discredit how far I've gotten at the same time, you know? So Chill yeah. Imposter. Yes, kill the imposter. Mm. I hate imposter syndrome. Yes, the worst. Yes. Imposter syndrome, you know what it is? Nope. So, so like, let's say you're in a position, like, oh, she's a general manager of a bar. Imposter syndrome is this feeling that you, an unjustified feeling that you don't deserve to be where you are and that someone is going to find you out. And it's like the stress that someone's going to find you out. Yeah. It's a big thing going around nowadays. I don't know. Yeah. I've learned to do things scared. That's somewhat knowing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but knowing that I have the intention to figure it out. Um, maybe I don't look scared. Maybe I don't sound scared. I'm not saying I'm afraid all the time, yeah. but no. there are times when it's like, I've never been here before. I'm the only woman in the room. Mm. I'm the only black woman black person those things mm-hmm. can bring circumstances where you're like oh my gosh i don't belong here yeah. but i'm here so then you gotta have to have this self-talk of i belong here 
Yeah. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about either. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you have to accept that you're here for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. You are in this position for a reason. Whether it's for you to learn or for you to teach. Right. Or both. And to do the best you can Mm -hmm. with what you have because you'll be better six months from now and a year from now. Um, And so, yeah, I've, I've learned to do a lot afraid or... And again, not maybe this daunting fear, but just uncertainty, uncomfortability is um, sometimes most of the best things in life come from pressure. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's what makes diamonds, is what they say, or whatever. Mm, That's go. what births a baby. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's terrifying. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll never have to worry yeah, about it. Thank goodness. <laughs> 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 All right. You get $1 million to fund your own, quote, great contribution, quote, end quote, to society. But you are not allowed to donate the money. You have to be directly involved with where the money goes, or you can use it as like a stipend while you work on your project or whatever. What do you think your great contribution project is going to be? I'll go first, give you guys time to think. I think that... I'm going to use this term intellectuals sarcastically. I think intellectuals gatekeep information by using language that is not common. That's like, okay, like laws. You look at laws. Mm-hmm. Language there is just sure. it's tough to read. It's, it's right. difficult. And, like, I luckily went Computer language is the same thing, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I went through some school, and I can read that stuff, and I would want to make everything that – every law, essentially. I'd want to go through every law, rewrite it in common, word, common tongue is the best way to put it, you know, because it is – it can be done. People do this – the second half of it would be marketing and getting that out there. Publishing it. And being like, hey, these resources are here. I know the law is scary. The law is just one example, but, like, you got you got scientific documents. You got these things, too, like advancements. Advancements are happening all the time. We just don't know about it, you know. I think that, quote, intellectuals have been gatekeeping some information because they want to, you know, just talk about it in their in-group, too. And I think that's a big issue. I think that kind of holds us back as a society. It's like a lack of free information. Even though it is free, it's public information, a lot of it. I think it's a lack. It's still a gatekeep, and I think that could be easily overcome with time. True. And effort. I'm going to lean back in the extreme weather thing. I would, <laughs> I would seriously, I would put my money towards that research and fight to do that, because I think it's so disruptive. What makes you very, what, like, did something happen that makes you very passionate just about this? Just seeing it. I mean, just reporting on it, seeing it. I'm just the, the and, and the fact that it's not a storm and then, Kind of you like, know, six months later, everything's fine. It's I mean, there's people who have affected for you know decades yeah. from these extreme. Again, these, I'm talking just really, really just you, like New Orleans was for a couple of years. You I know, think even Nebraska, like yeah. we've forgotten about it because it maybe some of us have because it hasn't affected us. But um, 2019 federal funding hasn't come to that yet. Really, it's hmm? I I don't want to get into it, but it's true. So I, I get what he's saying. Like, yeah. it's been passed, but how long it takes to get to those people, blah, 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 blah. It's pretty but, complex. So there are people that are still living in limbo mm. over that. So See, this, 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 the disruption is real and, yeah. Long so lasting. Yeah, so you try to, cut the, try to cut it at the cause then, take the weather out. Ideally, and if that yeah. didn't work, yeah, then you go to help the others. Yeah, exactly. If you can get rid of the problem. I think there are ways. You just, have to spread, you just have to spread that information. Yeah, I think there are ways to do it for it sure. Would, it, would, it would be a million-dollar-plus research project. Maybe plus, yeah, but you could yeah. start it with a million maybe. Right. <laughs> Seed money. Yep. Hmm. 
Who's got something? Who's got something? I think mine would be working um, in education and trying to um, address. So, so I firmly believe that children learn in different ways, um, but we tend to have a cookie cutter approach to education. Um, and I think, and, and that's not, that's not everywhere. That's not every teacher. I, I don't, I, I think teachers are amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and they do so much work and they are not paid what they're worth, um, a lot of the time. Um, but I think that they lots of times don't have the time or resources to deal with those children that maybe are going to learn a little bit differently. Um, and I think we need to provide, it's not that those children are stupid. It's just that they have a different way of thinking or of perceiving and you, and we have to be able to help those kids, um, because they can be just as successful as anybody else, but they have to have the resources to do it. And too often, I think they sometimes get labeled as Slow is not the appropriate word, but it's a label though. It's definitely used. But yeah, you know, and it's it's. You know. So how would you use the money? Um, well, there's already all kinds of research that's, that's done thing. about different learning things, but you'd have to use the money in order to be able to implement programs within um, the schools. And I do want it to be within the public school system because I think that. Um, that has the greatest impact, um, and that's access. So does the money um, serve as a way to, like, pay your way while you advocate for this change, or does it come in the form of, like, lobbying? Because a million, be, a million bucks a is a million, drop. Yeah, it's, a million bucks is not going to be enough. No. But it, at the very least, maybe try to try to have studies done of, of which, you know, what are the most common um, – not, they're not even learning disabilities, but what are the, the most common alternate ways of learning? Um, and they're maybe underserved and, right now. Yeah, and, and how can we, you know, um, what are ideas to implement those things within the schools? Because then you can hopefully spread that as you go. And, and there's all kinds of other grants and that kind of stuff out there. Um, but I think so, that's, I don't, I don't like fact that we from my perception can sometimes leave kids behind i think they should be our number one priority hmm. mm -hmm. okay so that's very interesting i have no follow-up that was really in-depth answers <laughs> solid hope levania i have one i guess okay um and then it just left my brain as soon as i said <laughs> okay i have it one second one second one second <laughs> Knock on the head. Is it still there? To fund your dad. <laughs> <laughs> your great contribution. Uh, <laughs> You're a charity case? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> do you want Lavanya to go? Yeah, Lavanya, do you have an answer? <laughs> Levania, do you have Come back to me. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I would take that money to... Um, engage and educate youth on civic engagement and how they can be a catalyst for change. It's some of the work I'm already doing, but I think um, if you can get people when they're hopeful, 
mm-hmm. about their futures, about the world, you know, high school kids, you know, that energy that they believe they can change the world and they can, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times just, um, understanding that first process, you know, uh, whether it's volunteerism, whether it's voting, you know, how many people, and and I would want to do it in a nonpartisan way, right? Talk about the process and the system versus trying to gear them toward a certain, you know, mindset or ideology, because we're all better when we're working in this, you know, uh, we're working this process. And especially if we're informed and um, have those tools available to us. So, you know, like workshops, you know, definitely getting, you know, uh, 18 year olds out to vote, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but maybe in a, you know, not maybe in a, in a nonpartisan, you know, yeah, like a higher level than government approach almost. Where you're yeah. Like, like you're not going it. in as a party because yeah. you're just, you're wanting to vote a certain way, but you just want people participating and understanding. A lot of people don't think they can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't even try with what they have because they don't realize not just voting yeah. that doesn't happen how often do we vote you know a couple yeah. times every couple years you know mm-hmm. but there are other ways that you can truly be impactful um and showing people the various avenues of how they might do that through civic engagement i know that's a broad word but there's a lot of lanes you could yeah. follow and fall fall into mm-hmm. yeah and it's up to that kid kind of Meet yeah. you two in the middle there. Maybe you chase a passion or something like that that they didn't even know. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You learn about something. And I think, too, you learn about more about the reality of some of society's issues versus the, the cookie cutter that you might read about, which I think it also goes back to why sometimes people are polarized. Sometimes they don't have the right information, right? right? So all people who are in this situation are this, you know. Yeah. Go volunteer at a food pantry. You'll find out that everybody's who's there is not coming from the same place. And I'm not just talking about ethnicity. I'm talking oh, about no. circumstance. Mm-hmm. That's just one of many, mm-hmm. you know, ways you can just learn more about people, learn more about society, and maybe in the end just be a be more productive. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah, I like that too. I give you time. It did give me time. <laughs> All right, what do we Sorry. got? Um, I would say, though, I do see how there could be downfalls of this the more I think about it. But I think I would try and find a way to visually um, store memories. Like, not not like photographs. I mean, like, literally, like you a remember. A person's memory? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, people with dementia or something like that, you could show them memories from earlier on in their life and maybe help regain some kind of control or something. I don't think it is necessarily. It was a, I think it was a Black Mirror episode or maybe some weird Netflix movie. Yeah. Yeah. Context lenses you wear. Something like that. Yeah. But I just think it would be, it'd be nice in that way. Like, I just, I have so many memories that I wish I remembered better, you know? I think a lot of people, probably especially the older you get, would relate with that. So, like and also it. to maybe see it from different angles. <laughs> okay, so of, that's that'd be interesting. What kind of terrible subculture could you create with that? 
Or you're stealing other people's memories. You you tap into their bank. Oh my god! That'd be a cool. See, crime. that's all I was saying. I was like, the more I think about it, I can <laughs> yeah. see Or like people and you wanting. You could market those. You could market the memories. You could you could then cater it to. Hey, I've got could X you number of memories. Alter the memories. That was see? a movie called Black Box. That's on Netflix. But do you remember the mo- the book um, or the movie the the Notebook? Yes. Oh god. Yes. Remember that? Mm. Yes. So that was that man wrote down. Their life story. Spoiler. Is this one? It took me a long time to watch that movie. Good on you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Stop. It's very good. Very sad. Yeah. Uh, But but anyway, there's that there's that part to Mm -hmm. it. Oh my gosh! I just yeah, it's an old twenty years. It works. Yeah, it's past fifteen years. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like a couple months, and you're fine to spoil it. It's a good, it's a good movie. But yeah, but it wasn't on film. Mm. No film. No. <laughs> it's not that old. <laughs> Altering would get messy. Altering memories altering would get memories. really messy. I don't think you should be allowed to. I think there's yeah. a moral consequence to that. Yeah, yeah, like we're altering genes and growing. Yeah, true. There's true. some benefits, but yeah, it's it's all weird. It's a little dicey area there. It's dicey. It? Yeah. All right. I am going to skip a question because it gets a little deep. We're going to go right to a question that has nothing to relate with anything we talked about so far. So I hope you guys are ready. Would you rather face 1,000 pissed-off grasshopper-sized horses or one pissed-off horse-sized grasshopper? <laughs> Thank I'm you, going. Brady Thank you, Brady. For yep, yep. He's not even here, but I had to give him a shout. Brady, I don't think you were here for that episode. Brady has a thing against horses. And I have a thing they're against scary. grasshoppers. Yes, they're, they're terrified by them. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Don't, don't you bring your grasshopper in here. But I am going. I actually hate grasshoppers. Right? They're, they're evil. That was my actual. Because they eat up your garden. Because they're evil. <laughs> or are they just hungry? Screens. Not when they eat your cucumber flowers. <laughs> See? Hey, eliminate. No, no, no. I'm not going to judge like their menu choice. <laughs> okay, so then you don't get cucumbers for your salad. Then what? No pickles? Oh. They don't even get a salad. Oh. Now you just want to rip. Give me the pickle. You don't take my pickle. <laughs> uh, it's past the oh. yeah. There you go. You just have to find the right hook. The right right. button. So cucumbers are terrible. Pickles are amazing. <laughs> go so, figure. So what I'm hearing is, and look, I don't. I know it's not going to solve all of it. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing is, though, if we eliminate grasshoppers, we're at least one step closer to the world hunger issue. Is that mm-hmm. what I'm hearing out loud? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I exactly think so. what you heard. Yeah, right. yes. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm on board. To that. Yeah, let's anti-grasshopper lobby. I'm starting it. Which and one? Petunias. The... I mean, one. Which one? Petunias? No, no, not anti. <laughs> but they eat. They eat everything. They eat everything, and I don't see their purpose. <laughs> so you want to face the horse-sized grasshopper? Actually, or the grasshopper-sized horse. Was, that's where I was going to get. Sorry. Thank you. I do, and this is purely. It's not because it'll be easier. It's because the glory is immense. I want to face the one pissed off horse-sized grasshopper, and I want to wow. defeat it because that would be cool. <laughs> Slay the it ultimate, like a dragon. What? The yeah. ultimate. The ultimate grasshopper slaying. Is that what you're looking for? What's your? I want to be the grasshopper conqueror for sure. You yeah, get that's... one weapon of choice going into that fight. I don't have non, that right in here. I don't non, have that. Right I'm, I'm just throwing it in there. Non-nuclear. What non-nuclear. is your? It's a what? horse-sized grasshopper. I'm not going to nuke it. I'm just saying you want to get the job done. Give you get the job. Your King Arthur sword. 
You want my Excalibur? I want your Excalibur. I'm taking down this grasshopper. Jeez. Because it's just, All there's right. more it, glory in doing it by sword also. That's well known. Okay. <laughs> if it will bring you peace. Oh no, no, like, no. No. no, I'm telling you, I would have a horse. I would be riding on a horse-sized duck. And then the duck <laughs> would, would eat. eat the grasshopper. <laughs> but they're the same size. They're both no, 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 no. But it is now the pre- it is the the predator. Okay, the yes. duck is okay. The duck is. I've never of, seen a duck have been like that's an apex predator. No, but yeah, but now we've got this horse-sized grasshopper. True. So now everything now Has is at least you I know you. the okay. same. Size. Riding in on a duck. All I right. feel like I'm. I the feel like I'm on a, a beetle. <laughs> Off. I'm in a, a Beatles movie right now, right? Yeah, this is this yeah, just happened. Pure 19... mid acid trip for them, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, yellow submarine. I can see it now. Being yes. yellow submarine. Oh, <laughs> what was I the think question? I, would probably... <laughs> I think I would probably have to go with the grasshopper-sized horse. You get a thousand of those. Oh, bastards. I forgot about that one. <laughs> hmm, but just one big one. Yeah. One, one horse-sized grasshopper. I think a all thousand. of them are pissed off. That was in, in the question explicitly. Everyone, all of them are mad at you. I think I could step on the little horses. See, but that's just sad. Doesn't it sound sad? I mean, absolutely. But <laughs> thousands a lot. <laughs> I can do a good jig. You can all the jig. little all the little ponies you're killing. Yeah, but are they in your garden? garden? I don't think <laughs> I'd make it against. Well, no, they're not grasshoppers. They're well, they ponies. Were, what do horses eat? They're ho- sugar grass? cubes. <laughs> okay, and then nothing grass. else. Sugar cubes. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with them, but I would much rather have a bunch of little ponies. Yeah. You'd rather My step and kill them. You'd rather keep them I didn't or kill say them. I would kill them. You, you have to kill one. You're of them. facing them. Okay. You just want to stun the ponies? <laughs> Flashbang, run away. There you go. <laughs> I would just walk away until they got over whatever they were mad uh, yep. at. And <laughs> I will concur. I will concur. That's exactly but what she would do. they're mad at you. She would, and she would look over her shoulder in disdain. <laughs> That's fair. Silent treatment the horses until they turned around. Are they invasive or are they just out to pasture? It's I like, think they're you pissed want, off You want your you. oats? Get over it. They're mad at you. They're not right. mad about oats. They're going to be mad at you. No, but that's what they eat. I, so yeah, but they're still mad at you. That's fine. They can okay. be mad at me. Analysts are going to have a ball with this conversation. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I don't care if they're mad. Oh, you're stepping on tiny horses. Dad, what are you doing? Can I? I, I <laughs> interesting. Um, is the horse-sized grasshopper, does it have any horse attributes? No. It's just straight up grasshopper. It's the grasshopper size, size of a horse. horse. Yeah. has those little tweezer things in this mouth. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know. Or, yeah. And they can jump a long way. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. That would be. I do hate that. So you have to fight it. You couldn't train it. You couldn't make it your friend. Well, apparently you can ignore them and walk away. <laughs> well. I didn't. I, the question says you face them. And, you know, I, I took it as like a knight's duel against. So I could face them and have a conversation. Yeah, you could you could emotionally detriment these grasshopper-sized horses. That are <laughs> None taken. Well, if I had to fight it, no, if I had to fight it, I'd probably I'd fight the big grasshopper. Oh yeah, 
The little ponies are just too cute. That's what I'm <laughs> but saying. are they I My could... Little Pony or are they regular stallions? Just regular stallions to be. I hope okay. they're not My Little Pony because then there's a better chance I'd kill them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they're it's cool little horses, <laughs> which is different than My Little Ponies. I'm 100% on board with you on that one. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I agree. Uh-uh, I can hear the song now. My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> I think I hummed it earlier. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, Lavania, no pressure. This is the last answer of season three, and it's mm. yours. Ooh. Would you rather face a thousand pissed-off grasshopper-sized horses or one pissed-off? Well, Are you still riding it on your duck? Is that the plan? You know, <laughs> the horses could be good for the garden with all the manure. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> they don't need to have a purpose. No, it has <laughs> just to be. If I'm just thinking if it's beneficial to me in some way. <laughs> Very good. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Cam, you want to take the last answer? You can just throw down your horse take. Sure. Uh, do I have time to prepare? Uh, for yeah, the, for the about five anything? seconds. For your answer? or for, No, for, for, no, for the horses down. or okay. the grasshoppers, whichever one. Da, 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 da. Like, yes, you can You know that you can see them coming over the horizon. You I see them coming, time. so I have enough time to <laughs> gasoline everything and light it on fire so these tiny horses are going to burn as they come towards me. That's oh. worse than stepping on them, I think. I don't know. So when, I, oh, so when they run not, away, I'm keeping myself cool. clean. I'm clean. Yeah, okay. Like, ah, just the fire That's did what Pontius Pilate said. Well, I'm just saying. Wow. What did he do? Oh, nothing. Good. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do nothing. You lit the fire. We didn't start the fire. Billy Joel did. We didn't start the fire. Nice. Boom. All right. Nice. And I'm out. On your horse. He did. You know. Cam just dropped the mic. He did. Am I riding in on a duck? Or Do you want to? Or... You have time to prepare. You have to find this duck. I'd like to argue that was a question you didn't think you'd ask today. I think I will have no argument against that. Hmm. <laughs> am I riding in on a duck? Hmm. I am riding in on a duck. Okay. It's a statement. So, right. Yeah. And you're fighting. And, and, and he's equally sized with the grasshopper, and, and I think he's going to win. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Last question of season three. Can you prove that you are a better person now than you were a year ago? Welcome to Side B. So I, all the questions we're talking today are hypothetical, right? We're going to be good people. I just have a couple hypothetical questions. Um, does every moment have to be a teaching moment for someone? No. You need rest and relaxation time. But for, even for any kind of interaction. So like if you're interacting with someone, does it always have to be a teaching moment? For someone. No. I think there should be like harmonious times. Where you're kind of just, you know, this is a, I hate saying this, but like you're kind of vibing out. Where it's like you guys are just riding the same wavelength or whatever. And then it's, I think that's also a rest, a form of rest, but also like social, what's it, like decompression, best way to put it. But like, are you learning to relax at that moment or learning to vibe? What if you've already learned how to relax and you're doing that? Yeah, because you already sure know that's how you relax. Sure. Yeah, but sometimes I have to learn how to just relax. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, that's hard. But. Yeah. I think, like, me, I know that taking my shower, my long shower, will make me relax. And that's an already learned behavior. So the moments in there that I have aren't teaching moments, I don't think, because I'm not teaching anybody 
that I'm relaxing and enjoying my shower, you know? What about interactions? I think if you're having, exactly, if you're having an interaction with somebody else. But just the conversation alone, are you learning something? Is it a teaching moment? I can speak a little bit specifically to here, if we don't mind, as a table, is that there's times <laughs> where... Uh, we're, we're doing a democracy now? Uh, wow, I didn't know that was... A- to. Uh, <laughs> there are times where, like, I'll approach people with issues, and then, like, they try to give me answers. And I'm like, I've already answered this. I'm just trying to decompress, and I'm trying to tell my issues. You know, I don't need answers. I don't need advice in this moment. I don't need you to teach me. Because I just want to have a moment with someone that I can just vent. And that's going to be more helpful to me than any advice because, you know, that's an emotional well-being thing. So I think there is that teachable or non-teachable moment there. Or maybe it's just I hope there's non-teachable moments because, you know, maybe you're learning to vent. We could go all the way around this. I get it. Okay. But I'm just letting you run with it. <laughs> at certain, you know, at a certain amount of time, you just get used to it. Like you become, like I, I would hope this is what having a partner is like, where it's like you're not trying to teach, you're not trying to necessarily learn all the time. You're trying to maybe adapt to be better partners. I get it, but like sometimes it's just you need to listen. Just want to be. Yeah, yeah. you just need to be. Yeah, it just yeah. exists. Sometimes you just yeah. need to be, but sometimes you want to be understood, and maybe that's different. I know I don't always clarify that though. Yeah, and I, I'm a big teacher by nature. So I don't think I realize it's like if you start talking to me about it, I'm going to have an opinion. Now, whether it's actually right or whether it's what you should do, I feel like I'm offering thoughts. Thoughts. Hmm. And maybe I should, I don't think I always qualify whether it's like, do you just want me to listen? Because then I wonder if you're listening. Okay, I get you. Mm -hmm. I maybe, maybe qualify the feedback. Mm. that's something I, I think helps me with my friends or it's like, Hey, like I, this is kind of what we talked about earlier. We don't know what people are going through specifically other than yourself. Mm. You know, that's the only person you can really be accountable for kind of. So like you don't know what anyone else is going through. So you can't give them advice that is perfectly tailored to their no, life. Not. And so maybe you qualify the advice with like, yeah, I had something similar happen to me back here and stuff like that. But maybe that, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that doesn't answer the main question about is every moment a teachable moment or not. <clears throat> I, th- I think I'm just, like, struggling because technically, yeah, I guess, like, everything you say is to teach somebody else what's in your brain, right? Like, or are you just or else how it? would you know? But that's venting? to teach, like, that's, you're sharing it to teach them what you think, right? Like, kind you're of? conditioning your friends right? a little sure. bit. But there's more than those yeah. types of interactions. So not every interaction. And I'm going to use, Rob and I have this, what we call 10 minutes. And hmm. it's basically a time where it's just the two of us. We're usually lying down, but we're completely quiet. And it's just a time to just be with each other. There's no talking. There's n- It's really just being with each other and I mean it can it's lots of times just a comfort or a way to relax or just a way to connect in a much different way but it's I don't know that is it is, is that teaching learning? dad how to relax <laughs> I already know I was gonna say, I was gonna say, when you first started those 10 minutes dad what was your brain like oh, no, no no it doesn't mean I'm leaving yeah, it's it doesn't mean shut your brain off for 10 minutes. It just means to stop for a moment. Yeah. yeah and and, and just is. rest for a moment, pause, 
Here's, I'm, yeah, my brain's always Did you grasp still, that at the beginning of your was one, I was one of the architects of it, yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, you set your 10 minutes out, and then you're like, okay, this is end time. Is there a timer? Down. No. Yeah. Uh, at one time. Yeah, I actually did one because it was because like, get to six minutes, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is forever. You're I always on. You're always on. Right. No, I, so I think trying to not always be on is tough as humans. Mm-hmm. Or for some more mm-hmm. than others. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> My husband can sit and actually sit and watch a full football game and not move. Okay. I can't do that. Yeah, absolutely not. What? I, I they stop I, and start. Every, like, men two can seconds. do that. I think men <laughs> no, no, can do yeah. that. I'm not gonna throw it that. No, 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 no. I, but, but I think maybe can... maybe Dan goes to places. Maybe he's. I'll watch a game, and then you ask me what happened. I'll have no idea. That's not Because I'm though. looking at him, or maybe part of his brain is also traveling or going somewhere uh, else. Uh, That's all right. No. My brain is displaced when I'm yes. sitting still. I, and my I've brain's gone. I've, and I'm not saying go. it's men and women. I'm not trying to pit that. But <laughs> if I'm not folding laundry or doing – I feel – what am I doing? Even if I'm interested in the team mm-hmm. and interested in sure. the game, I've learned to kind. Of, so t- I think t- I think the thing is is that are we always on? Mm-hmm. Therefore, are are we always teaching? Um, and maybe we shouldn't be because maybe it's not necessary. I don't know. Or are we always learning? Is there always? And to be to learn, someone has to teach. Are you going to Some- answer this? Yes. The answer is no. Nice. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Should there be one... We were talking about this earlier. Actually, you mentioned languages. People talking different ways, you know, computers and whatnot. Should there be one language? No. No. I'm not saying forget the languages of the past or your people or whatever. Should there be one common language that everybody is... um, I want to say encouraged to communicate in, whether it's financially or whether it's in transactions. Should there be one language? Well, they have a language of business, right? That's turned to I'm, English. Where it's like well, you're money is conducting money. international money is, business. Yeah, so you, you have to speak English. Yeah, exchange of. rates mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, but to, to communicate, should no. there be one language? You know, because I think it creates superiority. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you'll lose the authenticity and nuances of people. Mm-hmm. I, I dare say all four of you, you've got a language. When you guys are at home yeah, and you cadence, do things, yeah. or even just things you say. Right. Like there are things oh, yeah. we say at home. You guys are like, what? Mm-hmm. But sure. the other person even knows like where I'm going with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you, I think the answer in my opinion is no. Because language can be deeply, um, I don't know, intrinsic to who people are, and it helps to create originality and authenticity. There is something actually behind that scientifically, like the romantic languages and stuff. The way the language you think in actually programs your brain a little differently in the way you think. I think it's maybe more of like a speed and the cadence of the language kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that is, I think there is actually something behind that. So it, could it be goal-oriented? If you want to get something done, should there be one language? Because it is much more efficient if everybody is speaking the same language to get to some so kind of... So this is like, I happen to be traveling overseas and I meet someone from you know, India who's in England mm-hmm. or in Spain and I need to get something from them or we mm-hmm. need to communicate. We 
you were wondering if there should be one language that we should all share right. that way. We're not saying English or whatever. I'm just saying, yes, yeah. should there be a language. a language that everybody on the planet learns and knows? I don't, I don't think it's necessary, particularly in this. I mean, we are a, I mean, we are a global community now um, for the most part. And, but there's plenty of ways you can get an app on your phone to translate. You can, there's plenty of ways to communicate Hmm. and, and with each other from different cultures. And I do think, I mean, that you lose nuances, um, just of different languages, um, Mind you, Americans are some of the few, we're some of the, one of the only country that does not, not encourage, you know, multilingual. Yeah. yeah. Outside of taking your couple of years. Like and then we're not really that yeah. great at it. And most other continents and countries have dialects or they're very, um, you know, astute to even two to three, you know, dramatic or even romantic romantic languages mm-hmm. so i think i don't think it should be forced because again i think it creates a superiority um, people who, okay what's the superiority like how does that yeah happen? like the haves and haves well, nots. Like controls can language. learn or, language or, and cannot or i just mean like think about how we say oh you don't speak english mm-hmm. think about how we say that here mm-hmm. We look down it's on people who up, don't yeah. speak English. I said that pretty much to my kids throughout their teens. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love he wasn't speaking English yeah, either. Yeah. So it's weird. But, you know, I and so I, I say that, is, but English is probably that universal language today. But Mandarin right. and yeah. what it's Mandarin and Portuguese. Yeah, look at the sheer um, numbers. Right. The sheer numbers of those, uh, of those languages spoken or the people who speak them. And then they outweigh ling- English. But. Yeah, I mean we do have a we do have a common language though. Uh, like body language is a very common thing. Like like shaking hands is not a thing everywhere, but like if you gesture to someone to walk through a door with your hands, I'm pretty sure that's going to be understood a lot of places. Or smile. Or yeah, and this is gonna this is the cheesy. I can't believe I'm the one coming to this while my mom's on the podcast. Right? We can like <laughs> there is like love, compassion. That's a common language. That's a common thing. You can yeah, show a- that to multiple people. I was going to say nonverbal communication. Yeah. There's all so sorts of it, yeah. You've been thinking on it, so you go ahead. I was just kind of shooting from the hip. No, I mean, that's that's just pretty much it. Like, there's so many ways that you can communicate with a person that's not necessarily through a language, like speaking language, you know. And in that way, that is a universal language that already exists. So, yes, there should be one language because there already is. I was going to argue that anyway. Nice. I feel Oof. like as long as... <laughs> Double down. I was like, as long as it doesn't like trump the existence of other languages mm-hmm. and we're able to you know f- not force but heavily promote and um i don't know encourage a bilingual or multilinguistic life or whatever um I, I i just i feel like that would be good so everybody could but it would also have to be i think created by people from Everywhere, like there would have to, like the UN, like people you couldn't of all. English is yeah, no, language. like some some dude somewhere is going to be like, okay, I'm going to make the the universal language and call it a, a, a day, dude. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, because, I mean, it could be that you know people who speak Mandarin say, you know, hey, we've got more numbers, man. Right. 
sure. sheer numbers. Yeah. However, the characters in that language are like, mm-hmm. what, in the thousands? Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be one yeah. of So I would say, oh, uh, that's pretty daunting right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not learning that. No, but I think, I think, I think promoting a, a multilingual life, life is a, a, absolutely a good thing. Um, the problem is, is that you have to live in a place where you're going to be using all those different languages because it is one of those things you, if you even like, I mean, I, you know, I took a couple years of French, but you know, I was, you know, five years out and it's like, how much of it do I actually remember? Cause I never used it. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta get used there to are it, certain yeah. phrases. So it would have to be something that you're, you know, that you're using on a fairly regular basis. I've studied five languages. So like I was an English major and then nice. two of them were dead. Latin, Greek, but they help you read. They help you. Don't tell the people in Greece that. <laughs> they don't get this podcast. They don't speak that. They can. Yeah, but they also don't. Don't we have a listener speak in the Greek? dead yeah. written yeah. language of Greek? The ancient, but anyway, ancient yeah. Greece, mm. Greek language. That what do you think? The answer is no. Next question. God, he's, he's like, he's done. No. <laughs> the right answer actually was. <laughs> Unless you're talking binary, because that's what's going to take us to Computers. other planets. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Um, Zero and ones. Right. <laughs> Sorry. That's, you asked. Uh, um, it's on me, I guess. You're My, an outlier in your family. Yeah. Huh? You're an outlier in the family, I aren't am. you? <laughs> Just checking. Okay. And so this, this, is, this is the it's final. very obvious. <laughs> the final side B question of season three. I'll answer it first, actually. Wow. And then I want Cam to follow up. Cam will be the next. Ah, same way of life. You guys are yes. sharing a brain. And the question is, what question do you most want answered? Mine is, is there life after death? What is the existence after death? So these don't have to be possible answers. Like, you're never going to find that out until you're dead. There I go. Then I got it. Okay, so never, so, you can't say okay. never. I can. Never. Never. Okay. Never. Well, you can't say it. <laughs> so that's the question I have. Cam, what question do you most want answered? Who is my real father? Nice. I thought it was the milkman for a long time. <laughs> And there's the joke answer. Okay, yeah. guys, come on. Oh, my God. Your faces. Oh, my God. Got you. Got you good. I was like, I didn't know. Some people like that. It's like, for real, I, I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, after three seasons, I feel like I should have known, maybe. Yeah. It's just like, what? No. If you guys met my mom and dad, you would be like, oh, that guy's a composite, for sure. That guy has a mix of those two people. Does your dad have a beard, too? Yeah, he, Nobody's mom must- does. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad's got the mustache. My mom's got the beard. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't listen, right? <laughs> she does listen. He's getting slapped. It's like two hours yeah. away, right? Yeah. Yep, I send it to her every week. Uh, <laughs> the podcast. Right? Oh. That's what yes. we're talking about? Okay. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we're back to this uh-huh. podcast yeah. that we're recording live at the moment. <laughs> what yeah. what do I want? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, so that was a joke answer. What's your real answer? You got one? I don't. I don't. Uh, other than, like, can, can we get el- elsewhere? Can we get elsewhere oh, nice. than Earth? Yeah, can nice. we do it? Mm. Obviously, we have means to go there. But We're trying can, we, it. can yeah. we, as humans, get there and, the and do it? Yeah. You know, that nice. would be an answer or a question. I like it. Share, you go. The question is why. Why what? Oh, I was going to do that. Ah. <laughs> why what? Why for anything? That's always what I want to know. 
Why? You want to know every answer to the question why? But why? Yes. Because the why is important. To me, the why is one of the most important questions you should ask. What if you only know the why? You don't know the who's, the what's, the when's, the where's. The why informs. And yeah, it, the, and why the why is your motivation. The why could get you a huge answer, and you could go anywhere from that answer. You have That's no starting no point. you got a gazillion starting points. Nope. That's perfect. No. Talk about spinning out of control. Nope. No. Because nope. then you hear it from Hitler. His why was probably something <sighs> so much different than, like, a lot of people's, you know, what they think his get, why is. Yeah. If you get the why, then... Does that validate what Hitler did? Doesn't necessarily... Oh. <laughs> no. There's a, there's a leap we took. <laughs> no. I had if a joke, but I'm not going to do it now. I, I'm out. If I'm you out. have the why and you have the, the, the true why, not the propaganda why... Um, That's true. Then um, people probably wouldn't have followed him quite so closely. Okay, let's, let's go back <laughs> further. Let's go back Lincoln's assassination, the why... So all you know is because he believed that the, the South's um, battle was, was just. That's the why. The murderer of Lincoln. Why did, and that's, all, that's the why. You don't know who, so you don't know John Wilkes Booth. And they, all you know is because they thought the South's why, cause was just. She already knows the who. No, no, that's what I'm saying. If you just know the why, you don't know the who, what, when, where, and why. You want who, any, what, where, Any question you want answered, she already answered that question. She has that knowledge. So if she gets the why, she can piece together the information she already has. I was being literal. If you just knew, it's like just knowing the oh, punchline. you're wiping the brain and then asking a question. <laughs> right. That's okay. It's like the Hitler thing. Like, if you heard it from Hitler saying, First like, time, here's yeah. what the why is, and that's all you heard from Hitler, him validating his own... Like, mm-hmm. you know, right. and you only got the why. Like, uh, there should be a master race would be what his argument would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and there would be a yeah. lot of people right. who would be like, right. yes. Yeah, absolutely. But there are people who agreed with that. Kanye but, West. Yeah, but I think there's, <laughs> I think if you if you get to the true why. Um, you can't answer everybody's true why. why. I was going to say, know that what that is the true the why then? What was the original question? There was, what question do you want answered? Yeah. It's all. For is it every infinitive why or is it your why it's for it's it's for whatever i'm talking to for whatever topic i'm on if i'm talking with you about i don't know some civics thing i want to know why you feel that way i want to know why this is going to work and that's not going to work or what what is the motivation the why without her telling you the why no i want want her to tell me the why oh you just want to have conversations. It'll be an answer. No, she wants to an answer. I want. I think everybody should ask why. Nobody should take anything at face value. They should always ask why. There you go. Um, that's why I'm in my career. So I agree 100. <laughs> percent So that's my that's my answer. I I, I to whatever you, the question is, whatever somebody's answer is, it should always be followed up with why. I'm gonna go with how. Well, okay, the question was, what question do you want to answer? I was going to specify it. I was going to specify it. If you gave me a second, I was transitioning. Okay, gotcha. Okay, go for it. Like, I mean, specifically, like, how did we all get here slash the earth get here slash was the was it the big bang theory how did that happen like so that's the right, question you want the, you, there's like, like you have a bunch of questions in there 
yeah, but it's the I'm how asking. of we got every why how ever, we got every how ever, and I'm like, okay, no, no, I don't no, want to ask a what or who question. It's not every however necessarily. <laughs> like I don't care about how that pigeon got up there necessarily, but I, I can tell you. That's, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, podcast listener, there's a pigeon up in the room and it's fake. It's plastic. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but I care about never blinks. how the world started and how the universe started and except that one time. How all of that. And what phase? That's <laughs> out nice. Which next extinction level event? Um I'm gonna How go. would you like to bastardize this question? Yeah, no, I, I have a good answer. I want to know the <laughs> history beginning to end not end, beginning to present of the universe. And that, I mean, like the constraints of it was the Big Bang Theory real is hopes thing because we've talked about how not quite on board with that. Not like you know anti science or anything. Just not quite you know Big Bang Theory. I got some questions, but either way, <laughs> I want to know how it started because I don't. There's no way that my brain can conceive how it started in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like I would like to see my mind blown in that sense. Like it already is. Like the the possibilities already blow my mind. But like I'd like to see it. I'd like to know. And then I'd also like to know how big it is. And if it is truly expanding, and if it is truly expanding, what is outside of it? So that's three questions, but I looped it all up into the history of space. Sure. Yep. Savanya, <laughs> you had a question? I did not like my answer. Oh my God. No, 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 it's not that I didn't like your answer. I don't know that I, I don't know that, it's not that I don't think that deeply um, as much as, um, I think I'm more narrowed in my focus I wonder if 100 to 200 years from now, America is going to be a nation. Mm. I'm more like focused, not to say that anyone's. You're grounded here. I'm just saying, based on what we're seeing transpire um, in our nation right now. And um, also, yeah, that's my my question. question. What do you think the answer is? No. Why? You think we're fracturing? Or do you think that fracturing will make us stronger and it's just part of the quilt? I don't see – well, I, I'm concerned about the will of those who have the ability to do what it will take to keep us as a nation. I'm not saying keep us civil. We've never been civil. We've all, <laughs> but, but, we, but we're pushing at a brink right now mm-hmm. that is um, – I mean, it's not unprecedented, but – it goes back to Civil War times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yet now we've got a greater ability to destroy one another. And I'm not an apocalyptic type person in that manner or a doomsday person, but I am somewhat of a historian. And I do believe that history repeats itself. Yeah, trends are, trends and, are all there. Yeah. And so I, I'm concerned. I'm, and I don't know that we're even... I think some of us are more prepared for it than others because there's some people who are prepared. And this, um, I know we didn't go on this tangent, but it's the second year of January 6th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So yep. with that in mind, what's next? Mm-hmm. What's next is my question on that one. Mm-hmm. Pretty immediate and sobering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it, how we end the season? <laughs> no, no. I just want people, I want people to leave people with one thought. What happened right before time started, and that's side B. A Huda Media Production.